here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105 FM in Mokopane. It wasn't so long ago, a couple of days ago, we heard of a protest, some unrest happening in Lanasia, and uh, there was a lot of back and forth. Uh, communities coming out in full swing saying, you know, we are sick and tired of illegal uh, illegal occupation of land. Uh, in fact, residents of Lanasia South were saying that this is a problem because it um, undermines the homes that they've bought and the, the value of their property and government needs to step in and do something they have had it they do not want to be sitting and living next to informal settlements um, and that's been an ongoing conversation it's been an ongoing battle uh, we do know that we've got uh, the mayor and uh, the MEC have started conversations around how they're going to deal with this and we know that government has gone out to discuss the matter however it's far more complex than that I think we need to stop this thing of saying if it's not in the headlines, well, it doesn't matter. The situation in Lanasia is very complex. And I'll tell you why it's complex. There is a portion. So there are many parts of informal settlements in Lanasia. Let's, let's start there. There is a portion of an informal settlement around Lanasia, and I believe it's on the N12. Waterworks is almost if you're going to Zirbakom. So it's on your left-hand side, and on your right it would be Protea. Okay? And this particular piece of land is not illegally occupied. However, it is an informal settlement. Okay. And this particular piece of land was gifted to a community living in Protea by owners of that land. The difference, though, with this land is that it is not serviced because it was, I think, an old farm. So this particular person, uh, the inheritance of this land, decided to go over to Protea and say, look, you know, I've got this piece of land. I know that there is desperation for land and so on. Would you guys mind coming over? I've gone there. I've had a look. In fact, when you arrive, there's a sign there that says no more land. Very nicely uh, demarcated. So spaces have been marked for each home and each family. In fact, very generous spaces, I might add there. The only thing is that it is not an area that is serviced by anybody or it hasn't been for, I don't know, 10 years or so. I find these people really interesting because when I spoke to them, they said to me, well, you know, we we are here sort of legally because the owners of the land gave us the land. However, nobody actually wants to to be to administer us. So we kind of fall on Lanasia and we also kind of fall on Protea so we fall on different wards so to speak and we don't actually know who we should be asking to account for us therefore things like water and lights and and sanitation and so on are difficult to get because of the very fact that we fall on different sides in the meantime we do steal water and lights from Lanasia. This is an admission by the communities that I met. And they're saying, we don't want to steal, but we have no choice because where else are we going to get the supply from? 
They're telling me that they abide by certain rules, though. They're saying that, you know, in as much as we steal electricity, for instance, all we do with the electricity, we have very strict rules. All we do is to charge our phones. We don't have fridges. We don't have televisions. We do nothing else but just charge our phones. That's all we do. But we cannot sustain this. And we've been asking for government to come in and step in and assist us because actually we do want to live in harmony with the people in Lanasia. I personally found this fascinating. I'm joined on the line by Pagamile, who is a member, a community member in that specific land that I'm speaking about. Waterworks is the name of the informal settlement. There's also someone called Vinay Choni, who is Lanasia South councillor as well on the line. And I, I want to join them. I want to bring them back into the conversation, both of them, because I don't know if I've relayed the story correctly by Pagamile. Thank you very much for joining us. Pagamile Mlambo, who is a community member at Waterworks and Formal Settlement, is on the line. Pagamile, have I, la- have I laid it out properly? Is that the story with your community? Pagamile. <laughs> I hear you loud and clear. Go ahead. Yeah, so in the famous car in a band in Ishara before we in Kuku, what corner years, So since Bashali bought on the farm, up until Bunomuto came and then they would say, what want Yeah, so in the court so, who can tell her on the mind which is in Sanana, who can tell her to Machila, or Fish Nayo, or the housing is in But he is a man, the Konamanje, Escara, as the community, and I will tell you, which is a man, the Abasha, and Salane, but he won a second housing, legalizing such numbers are both, but she's in number, but the Basan market, she was actually into up until today, certainly more than 35 years. But still, there's no change. Pagamile, thanks very much for that. And I mean, in a nutshell, Pagamile is saying that they've been around for more than 35 years. And uh, after a while, somebody came and claimed the land to be theirs, which they, you know, they, they dispute. It's going to court. But as it stands, a government has been coming in and out and promising things and nothing has happened. Vinay, Choni, uh, please, with uh, you, you with us on the line, you're a community member of uh, of the Lanasia South. You're a, a, a councillor, I believe, Vinay. Thanks very much. Very much for yes. joining us. Uh, uh, hi, good day, and good day, uh, afternoon to the listeners. But now, just uh, give I'm me in a nutshell. Just give me in a nutshell the grievances of your community that you serve. Okay, ma'am. Firstly, mm-hmm. I need to clarify something. I heard what you're saying, mm. and as to make clarification, I'm on the ground. I'm a ground counselor. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm not actually an email counselor. I'm a ground counselor. But I Vinay, work just, on the ground. Vinay, I work. just give me okay. a quick quick one. Which counselor, which ward are you? Because there are different wards in that space. Okay. I'm under Ward 120, which is the center of most of the wards in Landasia and surrounding areas. Okay. Right? Uh, so, uh, but I know what's happening in other wards as well. Mm. So, I'm the ward counselor in Ward 120, which is... Uh, in which in my my ward is split into Naran's Farm, mm-hmm. uh, Flux Fontaine, mm. Nixon Manor, mm. Hospital Hills, Lanasia South, and the uh, the other place called Univo, which they changed the name to Pulimantash, okay. which I have a new 
uh, people that came in, like seven and a half thousand people. Okay. That knew on that settlement. Yes. All right. So your take on the story, Vinay, your side of the story. Ma'am, firstly, mm. we must not... Firstly, in the city of Johannesburg, right, mm. we are a pro-poor city. We, we understand the challenges of people that must have housing. You know, that people that are, you know, but what's happening actually, and I need to tell the truth to the communities and the truth to South Africa. As a ground councillor, there is a sale of land happening in our, in our areas. I've seen the videos, mm. right? People are selling these cans for three, 4,000 land, right? Mm. That's number one. Mm. Number two, if you see the people that's coming to buy the stands, it's, it, it, uh, I mean, they're driving Hummers, they're driving M3s, M4s, they have a better car than me. Mm. So I'm saying to myself, is these people really suffering that's driving this beautiful car and want to come and put a shack up just in another farm area, right? Uh, what is actually happening is uh, you have an area called Hillside, mm. which people are paying 500,000, close to 500,000 bonds they have to take out, which... You know, uh, when I heard the comments on media, my ward is 35% Indian, 4% color, the rest is black. So if you take it into that, uh, break it down in a group, Planasia South is not an Indian area. We are diverse and a multiracial area. Why is it important for us, for you to tell us that, the demographics of the community? Okay, ma'am, as a ward council, my category has changed, but right? like I'm saying to you, we are diverse and a transparent community. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, as a counselor, it's a, I'm in a very difficult situation. You know, I don't play sides of any color race. I, don't, I believe in transparency and that wasn't that my mandate. Mm. But the main issue is, man, we must not forget there are criminal elements behind this whole land invasion. It's no longer, I understand that people say, okay, it's politically orchestrated and all those things. But to tell you the truth, this is a real criminal offense. People are selling the things. And there are political leaders. And, uh, you know, and civic body leaders that's behind us, killing things. I mean, if someone desperately needs a place and they invade it, I'm not saying I entertain the invasion, but what I'm saying is, when you get the money to pay 4,000 rand for a stand, if you're suffering, number one. Number two is you must see the, not even the Indonesia South area. I've got one place they built a 26 uh, roomed hotel with a penthouse, with a penthouse, they invaded the land, right? You, you see this mansion that's been built in my ward. So let me so ask you this quickly, let me ask you this. The land yes. that's been sold, is this hijacked yes. land or is it land that's been sold by a, 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 a legitimate owner? No, 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 ma'am. Remember, the city of Johannesburg is the custodian of the land, okay. which is JPC. Okay. Then we have the provincial government. Remember, land is put into different entities and different owners. Now, the invasion is so bad that Private people is land has been invaded, provincial land has been invaded, city land has been invaded. Mm. So most of this land, according to myself and what I'm hearing on the ground in the community, a lot of these people have been buying land from leaders. They've been made there some money-making thing in the area of Enadale, in Lolly, that Lolly area there, where there's massive land invasion as well. They've got an office there, ma'am, where people are collecting money. I've spoken to the National Commissioner over on this matter as well for the investigation to be led. Number two, a full audit must be done on the land to see who's in these uh, stands. Some of the shacks that, are, that has come up has got foreigners, they're not even South Africans, right? Number the, uh, you know. And uh, number three is, if you look at the, the shacks that uh, came up, some shacks are even empty. 
Some people are even renting the shacks out. Some okay. people are become. Yeah. Pa- pa- so Pagamile is here. Who's a, Pagamile is here. Who's a community member? Let's ask him. Pagamile, are you people mm-hmm. selling land to people? Are you guys uh, trading with land that doesn't belong to you? No, we are not. Mm. No, we are not. Mm. That's a lie. Uh, as leaders of the community, we are not selling land. Mm. What happens? How do people occupy the space, Pagamili? What is the process okay. that, that you guys have when somebody comes and stays in that area? Okay, no, uh, in this place, yeah, mm-hmm. we do tell the other people that, okay, fine, as you know that waterworks is full, yeah? mm-hmm. uh, there are no shares that are supposed to come in, but that there are those people who are not uh, 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 staying here, mm-hmm. who just put their shares and go. So we tell the person that, okay, fine, when I give you, Somebody stand. We are giving you. We are not selling you. We are giving you somebody stand. But we will talk to. Uh, we're gonna go to police station and make an agreement that okay, you are going to occupy this stand because the owner of this stand is no longer uh, staying here. Mm. Because some of them they are staying in a location, so they are not here. Yeah. Okay. Vene, he says that they go and, and speak to the authorities and the police and to, to literally introduce a new member into the community. You, you dispute that? Okay, ma'am. Uh, you know what? Uh, you know, they say before you make a statement, yes. you make the proof of your statement you make, right? Uh, we do have the videos, right, which, which uh, we've asked whether the walks investigated or whoever investigated, right? Mm. Uh, I don't want to disclose too much information on the, you know, to the media. On the investigation part, but we do have evidence and we have evidence supporting and backing up what we are talking about. And again, I'm not going to go into too much detail of the investigation, but live videos where money has been exchanged for the land and uh, you know people are selling land, right? Do um, we have the evidence on on that thing? Like I said, you you know I don't want to uh, so, so go into detail. Are there are there are there are there communities that you that you recognize and acknowledge there, Vinay? In other words, are there sections of these informal settlements where you are willing to work alongside with them and come up with something that's that's workable? Ma'am, I don't have a problem. I said to you uh, earlier on, I'm a poor counselor. I don't have a problem when uh, you know when uh, with informal settlements. Mm. I don't. I know there's a backlog of housing, mm. right? And I know people that eat homeless people. But all I'm against is, ma'am, I'm going to say this, you know, and I will say it even. You know, I'm against the sale of land. I'm a, there is a protocol that has been used. I, we believe that we can give people service stands that are on the waiting list because what happens to the people that are all on the waiting list, number one? Because there's a backlog of 300,000 alone in the city of Johannesburg. It's on the backlog of waiting list. There's many pensioners, ma'am, that got three forms that they've been waiting for houses all these years. What happens to them? We put them aside. Number two is, if you want, if you need a house from government, you've got to you got to apply through a housing, you know, to get a subsidized, a subsidy and stuff like that. There is no protocol. Mm. We cannot be living in a, in a, in a country of lawlessness. Mm. You understand? Okay. No, that's what I'm saying. Okay. That's why I said, man, the only way to solve this problem. Yes. We need to do a full audit on the people. And because some people got houses. Some people sold their houses and they came to exchange. Mm. There's a whole investigation and audit that must be done. And before I put the phone down, all I'm, I'm saying, ma'am, the city and the provincial government of human settlement, the MEC and the city, needs to work together to with the two tiers of government. They can combat this problem, but the full investigation must be done. I've been liaising with the MEC as well, of safety and say, guys, 
you as the police need to investigate what is the big picture behind this land invasion. Because it's not only homeless people, I have people that doesn't have a place to stay. I do agree. Let, let me but let me let me bring play. somebody else in, Vinay. I, I don't want to. You know, there are other people who want to add their voices here. Oh eight nine one one zero four two zero seven. You no are problem. more than welcome to give us a call and add your voice. Who is Joy Governor, who is a resident of uh, Lanesia South, is also joining us on the line. Joy, thanks very much for joining us. You're welcome. Your 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 gripe with the communities that were protesting, or I think it was the other way around. You guys were protesting. What exactly were you protesting against, Joy, last week? Okay, uh, let me just set the record very straightforwardly. Right, mm. uh, our protest was not against land invaders mm. as such. Our protest was obviously to government, so government could actually come out and listen to the plight of Lanasia South Ward 120 and surrounding areas. So I think the misconception of people getting the idea that we were fighting with black people and it turned out to be a racial thing is actually very, very incorrect. Who said that, one. Joy? Uh, well, lots of the stations, and I mean, that's, that's the, the, the language that people are talking right now, that this has become a racial thing. Uh, Indians are fighting against black people. Now, let me just bring you in the picture. Lanasia South as a di- is a diverse community, all right? We have all different uh, races living here with us. Now, we're looking at bond payers in our area. Due to land invasion being so extinct in Lanasia South, it's grown to such an extent that every day you're getting these shacks are mushrooming up everywhere. Number one. Number two, the value of our homes has dropped, okay, drastically. We also have the infrastructure for Lanasia South Ward 120 cannot actually accommodate all the, the influx of the people that are coming into the area. We also have the thing with criminal activities. Our lives are at stake. So we're saying to government, we're not saying people mustn't love no, that's not the, the, the message we want to run. Government knew what was going to happen. Government needs to answer. Government needs to actually come and accommodate these people from wherever they say. We also have another issue, uh, dear. Go ahead. We say pe- we, I say we also have other issues where we get a, a, a landing person saying, I've been in this area for 30 years. Mm. Where then have you been living for 30 years? All right, Joy, just hang on a minute because all of them want to respond to you. William in Cape Town, hi. Hello. Hello, welcome to the show, William. Hello. Um, you know, uh, this is, uh, I think this is a national problem, you know. Mm. You see, even here in Cape Town, mm. there are people that are staying for years in backyards and for years they, they don't, they are on the wait- waiting list. Now the whole Eastern Cape, come, I've got nothing, uh, it's, it's nothing wrong, you are, this is a free South Africa, everybody can stay wherever they want to stay. You find the whole Eastern Cape people that coming to the Western Cape, the most of the people that makes the most, most noise, and the most of the people that invading the land is the people from Eastern Cape, and the people, even the black people from Cape Town, and the colored people, they don't get houses. These people from Eastern Cape, all of them have, have houses. And the problem is just getting bigger and bigger. For uh, just before the um, before the election, it was uh, just two, three months before the election. Mm. You see, uh, uh, down Baden Powell. You see people come with buckets, and the city police they see these people come. They they just clean the forest, and they just come with buckets and gravel. They make roads. 
they just invite right uh, uh, from Mitchell's plane right down to the end to you'll find there's over two, three thousand houses here in even this, uh, just uh, opposite Google Air there will people just invade land there. I mean, it's, it's going crazy and that's a problem. And like this, uh, this guy said, no, it's a problem for the people who have houses. Their values goes down. <laughs> if there's informal settlements, just come opposite them. And I think it's not just right. Our government, if they do their job properly, and you know, even the people that are getting houses, they're putting a shank right inside of the yard. Where is the city council to, to, to regulate these people? Because you must have a plan to, to uh, put any structure in your, on your property. Mm-hmm. No, how can you build houses for people and they build another shack on the same property? What? It's not on, man. It's not on, really. Paramil, you know, everybody seems to be fighting with with what you guys are doing. They're saying you you claim to be there for 35 years. You haven't been there for 35 years. There's criminal activity coming from your community. Why don't you reach out, Paramile, to to the communities around and work together and make the spaces safer so that you're welcome? Okay. Uh, I'll start by saying maybe... The problem is from the councillor's office because he's like he's the one that doesn't do his work right. Mm-hmm. As I was saying uh, before, uh, who can't like he, he keep on coming mm-hmm. and bringing a new number for people in the like he will tell people that okay, fine, I'm gonna move you, I'm gonna give you the RTPs, but so long at least we know you that you are exist here, so you're giving the new numbers. So you see all of these things. Which councillor is this, Pagamile, so that we can ask Vene? Which councillor is this? Uh, it comes to the of Machila, Ward 10. All right, Ward 10. Uh, Vene, yeah. you, you know of this, your colleagues apparently on the other side are, are, are also part of the mess. I mean, what do you have to say about that? Uh, he's saying, Pagamile is saying there's a councillor that keeps coming and promising them to, to find them a decent space and so on, but, you know, he's never reliable. He never comes back with, with proper feedback. And this is, he says, a ward councillor. Okay. Ma'am, personally, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, I cannot comment on another councillor, mm. uh, you know, what he's doing in his ward. But all I can say, a ward councillor's mandate yeah. is very clear. A ward councillor cannot promise people land because he has to go to council. Any 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 uh, land issue, uh, you know, that belongs to the city of Johannesburg, has to go to a council setting, mm. where a council has to be passed in a full setting of, on land issue. So promising people land, uh, you know, I know it's true, I can't speak on other councillors, but a, a councillor's mandate is recommendation, oversight, right? So if the community says, uh, we have problems, we don't have places to stay. The councillor's job is to escalate. It's not to promise any, or make any promises, but I can, like I said, I can't comment because, you know, I can't speak on behalf of another councillor. Mm-hmm. But what I can only clearly state is what is a councillor's mandate. You understand me? And uh, a gentleman has uh, brought a good... Uh, I heard some of the one of the residents saying that national, it's a national problem. Mm. That's why I said all spheres of government must come on board here. But, 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 but because, uh, Vene, Vene, I, I, yeah, I, what I'm hearing from everybody is that you want to speak to everybody else but the actual dwellers. So why are you not reaching out to this community? That is, we found them, they are on the radio. In other words, they, they're not, you know, they, they, they are here. Why are you not reaching out to them to make this thing work? You know, uh, because, you know, he's right here. 
make it even which way work, man. Living, I'm saying to you, mm-hmm. as a ward counselor, mm. I'm in the center of all these things. Mm. Remember my mandate. I'm not a PR counselor. My mandate is to be transparent and diverse because I serve the whole ward. Uh, we might have different opinions on all these uh, issues, but I serve, you know, the whole entire ward. But what I'm saying is, I said earlier on, I do understand that people do need housing. You know, but I'm against the land invasion, I'll say it again. And uh, there is a protocol to do, the, you know, uh, things like that. And uh, another thing is, uh, you know, like I said, the city is pro-poor. But at the end of the day, is we cannot allow criminal elements to be happening, you know, in these processes. Because these processes uh, have to be investigated. And uh, like I said, you know, there's certain things accounting has a power, but certain things doesn't have a power. All right. There's an anonymous from Lenasia. Thanks for calling anonymous. Hi. Hi, thanks. Mm. I think around the issue, first and foremost, uh, I had a personal contact uh, with Vinay, mm. uh, mandated by the community of uh, Pumlamkash. That's mm. number one. Mm. And in terms of him, he must be honest on this public uh, platform to say that he refused to address the issues specifically of people of Pumlam Crash. Mm. I'm so very shocked to say now that he now becomes a counselor of also people of Pumlam Crash. And so to be honest, the issue on its own in terms of what you uh, ask around the issues of democracy, this it has been playing in the public space whereby the very same a group of people will then label around uh, people of Pumankashi as uh, these syndicates, as, as, as people who are invading them. And if you can go to Pumankashi, you'll see that there are people who are sleeping there, they need admission. And I understand it's uh, the national yeah. issue in terms of uh, maybe people wanting a piece of land to build their own uh, uh, houses. But the councillor must be honest to say, number one, when he was invited to come and address the people of Pumlam Kashi specifically, uh, did he attend? That's a question that he needs uh, to respond in this uh, uh, platform. It's unfortunate that we don't have time around this particular uh, mm. uh, matter. Number two, yes, indeed, in terms of what transpired in Pumlam Kashi, we know that even news was discussed that that check when people were demanded a piece of land. And we, did, we even requested uh, the council to say, because already there are people who are occupying the land, what is uh, the process because it's in the best position to also advise community to say because you are here and maybe city of Johannesburg will then be able to then perhaps uh, offer services in terms of uh, the very same residents of Punamkash. Uh, but to tell you the honest truth, even, even if you can go to hospitalis, the very same counselor, uh, he does not even go to those uh, well-structured uh, informal settlements to address the majority of people. I don't want to uh, bring the issues of color here, but you, if you can then listen to even uh, the previous college or here, the issue, it has been like that. And I'm still saying that if our provincial government and national government and also local government are not re- addressing the issues of the Nasia uh, 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 South uh, properly, my, my fear is that, honestly speaking, because these accu- accusations in terms of leaders is very wide. Mm. And if it will then go to uh, uh, finger pointing, it would be this against that saying that. But I'm saying as a councillor, he needs to own up in terms of seeing to it that he is indeed a councillor of all people, not for uh, a particular individual. Because even himself was accused to say uh, his 
the own people uh, from uh, the structure that is serving politicians, they've been serving lands, and nobody said uh, anything around this. So also that he must also probe his own uh, people there, because at some point in time we had a meeting with them, and they said, okay, we will then allocate a, a particular portion of land to this particular group of people when people they, they, they demanded land. That is not also coming forth from him. So, and even yes, sorry, no, 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 go ahead. Yes, and I'm saying if that then is, is the case, it will then be easy to say at some point in time the issues of perhaps uh, the race should uh, be, be drawn into this particular discussion because. Honestly speaking, there is evidence on the ground to say what is happening. I'm not uh, a politician in terms of uh, uh, the battle between the, the current council where it's coming from and also the other uh, uh, political parties there. But people that demanded land, they demanded him to also uh, give guidance as a council. Mm. But he opted to not uh, uh, listen to uh, this other uh, group of people. So I'm still saying, maybe even uh, going forward, we should have also uh, di- this uh, discussion. And there were even certain meetings whereby he himself uh, would uh, organize with a particular uh, but, uh, people I'm, without I'm, the I'm, I'm, of... I'm going to ask that we leave it here. And I know our yes. news team will pick up on this, but it's a very important discussion. It does seem like we, there's still tense moments there in the leisure. And our SABC News will be out there. We'll keep bringing you the very latest in this story as it is already 3 o'clock. And I do apologize to Utsile for being late. Let's do this again tomorrow at 1 o'clock. It's 3 o'clock.